0: Assalamu salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 6 of The Convo. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we've got a good episode for you in store, inshallah, on the topic of uh, our charities Making Poverty History. We're looking at uh, the question of these not-for-profit organizations and charities, um, a little bit of the sort of uh, non-Muslim charities out there, World Vision, And others, and we're looking uh, more so at uh, Islamic charities, not uh, any charity in particular, but the concept of charity Uh, and what role charity has to play in solving some of the big uh, questions and the big issues, social and political issues that we face uh in our times today obviously the world uh every now and then is rocked by a big political crisis such as the one that hit uh, beirut not long ago Um, or such as long uh, civil wars such as the one that's uh, been affecting uh, syria for the longest time now Um, we want to question and we want to sort of uh, look at the role Uh, that charities have to play in the context of these long-term issues and how significant a role can they play in alleviating these issues. So, inshallah, after the break, uh, join us for this uh, very interesting and uh, timely topic.
1: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to the Convo. Um, Sufyan opened it up for us. He let us know exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Um, and to bring a start to the discussion, I wanted to just mention briefly the goal of charity organizations. But before I do, just a, a quick uh, preface, a quick disclaimer. Um, we're not here. At all in any capacity to belittle or degrade um, charity organizations Mm. or their efforts. That is absolutely not the point tonight. Um, We just wanted to look at them within a broader context, a broader framework, um, and just sort of interrogate and question the circumstance. The the direction, yes, but also just the circumstances within which they they exist, Mm. um, where their objectives take us. How critical they are Or perhaps not Or Just a whole host of things mm-hmm. Right And Just sort of really Asking those questions Because Alhamdulillah Our community Is Phenomenally charitable Right I'm sure we've all gone To those fundraising dinners I'm sure we've all gone To those we've, we've attended that khutbah Where at the end of it You know There's been a mass appeal For a particular issue And everyone's emptied Their pockets And we've all heard The narrations Of how you know You give with one hand so, Such that the other other Doesn't know All that kind of thing And our community Is really really charitable mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Um, But we just wanted to highlight Exactly how we should be thinking about these charities so again we're not here to belittle or degrade or anything of the sort mm-hmm. but just to contextualize and just to sort of uh, put shed light on some areas yeah. of charities and the discussions around that probably isn't had as much as it could be yeah, yeah. Uh, in the community I think
0: um, I think there's a number of forums that the community could see organized on this topic so um, you know like you said people in the Muslim community is very charitable yeah um and causes which invite our charity are also innumerable
1: yeah heaps, so heaps if them. you
0: look at both ends of the equation you 've got you know as I said in the intro that you've got a you know every now and then the i se- i suppose the the most common or the most commonly occurring qualities and uh, events in the muslim world right are ones that are Deeply uh, troubling, yeah. deeply uh, problematic. It says a lot. Conflict, about the story state, state. Yeah. Right. Wars, um, um, you know, famine, uh, famine and uh, other problems which cause long term issues um, where then the charity is invited. So, on the one hand, you've got a, a condition that is inviting charity, and on the other hand, you've got a community, by and large, you know, that which is, is really, very really charitable. So, I think somewhere there, are we losing? Uh, focus on some some you know potentially key issues. It's a really um, where is that money going and uh, what can we do yeah. with that money? It's um, a really interesting so
1: dynamic that you point out though that mm. you got charitable population plus a huge amount of charitable causes. It's like this unfortunate match made in heaven. Like, it's yeah. just that we so want to give and we're so encouraged to give and there's just so much to give to mm. that we just almost. Transition to this giving mode in fact not even transition we're just consistently in this giving Mm. mode without really asking some broader questions that would really get us to interrogate the purposes of the giving like you mentioned there's all these causes right all these things but if we stop and just have a a brief look at what exactly the causes are the vast majority of them are man-made causes they're brought about by particular circumstances at the hands of certain parties due to certain issues yep. and politics and whatever else. Yep. And so it's really critical that we we look at that as well. Mm. Like is is throwing money gonna solve the problem? Yeah.
0: So look with charities, um I think you can divide a lot of the charity work into short term and long term. Yeah. So short term by short term, some of the examples I was giving like some disaster hits some city somewhere in the Muslim world. It doesn't have to be Muslim world you know anyway, we can look yeah. at you know Christ
1: bushfires is, for example
0: yeah, bushfires in australia right and there's sort of a uh short term issue has occurred it it invites immediate charity it invites immediate relief work yeah um that's one category and i think um we'll address that separately but i think the bigger issue that we want to look at more so um, in this podcast is the other brand of charity which is sort of this ongoing long term charity yeah. to help solve systemic issues you know these UN sustainable sustainability goals of eradicating poverty um, you know establishing livelihoods and yeah. reconnecting um, communities and that sort of stuff I think because it's not just um, you know when you give to a charity and um, again not discouraging people in any way um, we all give um, SubhanAllah I give uh, To charities And I wouldn't uh, Have that any other way Right um, But But um, I think We should question And there are a lot of questions Right About how effective Are some of these charities In solving Some of their own Purported purposes
1: yeah. Let, Let's Let's just Look at The purposes Let me ask you a mm-hmm. question Right mm-hmm. I, Are you seriously Suggesting That Okay, you mentioned the UN and all that. Let's turn your eyes now to local Muslim Muslim community charity organizations. Mm. Are you suggesting that they claim that they're going to eradicate poverty? Or okay, maybe that's a little. Mm. Too ambitious, but are they claiming to solve systemic issues? Like, is that what they actually claim?
0: There are so so some of this re- in the in some of the research to this podcast. World Vision. I'll, I'll turn to the Muslim organisations in a little yeah. bit, but without mentioning names. But um, you know, World World Vision, which is a massive one. All growing, you know, yeah, all of yeah, us growing yeah. up saw ads of that on oh, TV. Yeah, yeah. You know, sponsor a child and this and that. They have in their own mission statement, and I will quote because I don't want to get this one wrong. Um, it says. Uh, we recognize. Sorry, here.
1: Um, so, so get the, They're a Christian organization. Christian right? organization.
0: Yeah. I just want to get. Uh, I don't want to misquote them. That would not be very uh, helpful at all. Um, here we go. So, World Vision says it aims to engage people to, quote, eliminate poverty. Yeah. Okay? Straight out of the horse's mouth. Human. Ugh, Okay, there there are other (laughs) charities out there, other charities out there which sort of speak to something similar about strengthening quote humanity's fight against poverty and social injustice. Right now, obviously, that's uh, using a different kind of language. Not talking about eliminating poverty, Um, but I think there's still questions to be asked. It raises obvious questions: Can charities eliminate poverty? Um, And even if we lower the bar a little bit, can they play a significant role in the fight against charities? Right, fight
1: against. Poverty.
0: Um, yeah, all the fight against uh, sorry, not the fight against charities. That would be the fight against poverty. <laughs> the fight. Well, to be honest, there's actually <laughs> talks that I, uh, in, again, in the research for this podcast, I came across um, a talk on uh, a TEDx talk in yeah. which a guy was up on stage, and the title of the talk was saying, uh, "It said uh, to end poverty, end charities." Uh? Oh, yeah. So you got crazy ideas out there. Uh, that's not exactly what we're here uh, arguing tonight, but. Um, Again, let's just have a let's have a chat around that. Let's look at some of the stats, some of the figures. Let,
1: let, let's go back down. Mm-hmm. So, okay, first of all, let's explore the question. Can charity end poverty? Mm. Can it happen? Like if let's say all the billionaires and millionaires around the world got together mm-hmm. and they raised a ton of money, put it all together and said, "This is our end poverty fund." Mm. Use it all to end poverty Is that going to solve the issue?
0: Well When you say Use the money It's not that simplistic And actually It's, it's a good way It's a good Simplistic way To highlight A, a much more yeah. sophisticated problem Because when you say Oh here you go Here's money Use it it, who's going to use it? Yeah, <laughs> it assumes there's not a whole bunch of other questions saying who's going to use it, where are they going to use it, how are they going to
1: use it, where's it going to go, where's to, it going to go, how are they going to prioritize where it should yeah. go, what causes are deserving, what aren't? Yeah. So, so if on and you can so allow forth. me
0: to answer your questions, right answering ahead, your so, own questions, a <laughs> asking the questions so and answering the two-way
1: thing. That's why it's called the convo. Yeah. So if way you way allow
0: me to have this conversation,
1: we can, we can rename it to the monologue. If thank so you, if you, tech guy for that
0: sound effect. Appreciate it. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to answer, it's a really good question, actually. So you mentioned
1: that already, but you go ahead. It's
0: it's um you know ask the question if um can we solve probably have a massive establish a massive fund and just hand out money, but it doesn't answer all those other important questions. And if you use that as a sort of like a symbolic like or or a microcosm of a bigger issue, it's exactly that. It's that. There's this assumption that it's quite simplistic. It's just a financial mm. mismanagement. Oh, you chuck more money here and you solve the problem. But it's actually, you know, decades of economic mismanagement, which is which has now become political in nature. We've yeah. got conflicts which perpetuate that poverty, right? You've got um, corruption which doesn't allow the money to trickle down yeah, to so. people who need it, uh, and sometimes that comes in the form of like your typical. Typical sort of corrupt dictators in the Muslim world, but sometimes, you know, even your Ospol and even your you know these these organisations that are responsible arms of the government that are responsible, and they say no money that's going to be sent to Syria is going to be deemed yeah, yeah, money yeah. that is going into quote the wrong hands.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? and they so, can dictate what's legit, what isn't. So <laughs>
0: when I say corruption's not going to allow the money to go through. I don't just mean your typical sort of dictator in the Muslim world. I mean, there's a whole bunch, there's a whole framework yeah. of processes and laws that will prevent money sure. from trickling down. So
1: let me now answer my mm, own question. Yes, yeah, so what do you
0: think <laughs> the answer to your question is?
1: No worries. Um, so look, you can't, you can't throw money at it and assume it's going to solve the issue. And I think it, it comes back down to politics. It mm-hmm. really does. It comes back down to, as you were saying, who controls it, where does it go, all that kind of thing and let's look at I was thinking about three particular categories right Mm. let's look at um, the Muslim world or sort of you can call it the east quote unquote the west that's two Mm. and then because it's the one that's consistently advertised as being impoverished Africa as a continent if we just consider Africa on its own the most arguably and probably i think it's safe to say the most impoverished place on earth Mm. right and that's where all those world vision ads are filmed right to sponsor an african child all that all right we've all seen it um africa's problem isn't that they had a lack of resources Mm. it's not that they didn't have enough food it's not that they didn't have enough money it's just that everything that they had was ripped and torn out of their continent and thrown Into other places, into the bank vaults of wealthy capitalists and so forth. So it's not like they didn't have the food, it's just that the food was taken from their mouths and placed in other uh, places. And so the issue wasn't that they didn't have it. And so you could throw a truckload more money there, Mm. but if those channels and those facilitations and those procedures are still there, then once again, it's just going to end up back in the wrong hands, back where it shouldn't be going. It's not going to address Mm. the actual core issue. And then On top of that, you've got governments that are installed to make sure that system stays as it is. And then you move from Africa to the Muslim world and you've got the ridiculous wealth of a certain class that are given that wealth purely for the purposes of making sure that they remain in power and impose the policies that uh, the Western world wants for them to have. They were particular, not the Western world entirely, but particular Western governments who run the show in the background that they want them to sustain. Mm. Um, so, if you look at the UAE, uh, for example, they've got even Saudi and so forth, the Gulf countries, ridiculous amounts of wealth. Mm. But Muslims who are meant to be their brothers, right, who come from the subcontinent to work, that are living in horrendously dire, impoverished mm. conditions. And that's not because they don't have a la- uh, they don't have what the people need. It's not because they don't have the money. It's because it's going in one particular direction mm-hmm. and moved and, to the and west. I wanted Sorry, to point
0: ahead. out that there's. There's, there's a rising voice um, Out there There's like There's a bunch of people Who have spoken Who have written um, I just want to read out Some of these titles Right Adam Lee Brown Quote Does giving to charities Do more harm than good hmm. Kirk Bowman The world doesn't need Another not-for-profit Eric Stowe How to kill your charity Yes that's a good thing Right <laughs> And and then some people In their articles And in their um, writings on, on this issue Have quoted some Older Uh, scholarly voices 19th century political economist Henry George the path to ending poverty is to bring about an end to privilege under our Mm. systems of law and taxation so without getting into details of what he's talking about it's politics it's the politics of it right Scottish political economist my last geeky quote sorry guys Patrick Edward Dove the need for charity is a consequence of monopoly privilege so they're all sort of pointing to this idea that okay yes um, they're not mentioning it here I'm sort of this is an appendix of my own but Um, if you sort of look at a short-term issue and yes, you need to give money to a short-term cause, go ahead, give it. But the long term one, I think questions need to be asked. I think more importantly it's not it's not about oh don't give your money here because it's not sorry. it's about let's have a conversation that's what this podcast yeah. is about right let 's establish points in which we need to take the conversation further yeah. and maybe even open up uh, channels of this conversation within the community where oh, for, sure, for sure with charities like let 's involve charities in this in this conversation as well. Have I- an honest look, some of the charities out there have been very open as of late I think yeah. after um, some of the stuff that's happened with Red Cross uh, earlier in the year with the bushfire yeah. some celebrities saying that they're not going to give money to the Red Cross because the big dramas, uh, gone big on dramas yeah. around you know I think it was 40% of um, the money that they had raised and in the case of the uh, 40% for Red Cross and it was 46% for the Salvation Army up till May after, yeah. which was a point um, until which the fires had been ravaging for months. They had only spent 40% of the funds that they had raised for the bushfires. Mm. A lot of it had gone on admin fees and there was yeah, speculation around crazy. that. So there's big questions around that. But I think after that period, a lot of Muslim charities sort of published their details as well. And they've been quite um, open, even yeah. before then. about. Look, it's
1: important stuff. that there's accountability because yep. people need to know about right, their that, money There's going. a
0: change in that voice, but... I think it'd be good to involve some of these charities yeah, involve some sure. important imams uh important voices in the community and come together and have a forum about what role is our charity actually playing in solving some of these long-term problems
1: yeah. look, i think if we if we were to to have a chat with some some charity organizations mm. and their representatives uh, look i would hazard a guess that they wouldn't Come out guns blazing and say, "Yeah, we're going to we're mm. going to end poverty." I think, look, it's, it's a fairly non-controversial position to suggest that charities are not going to end the problems. Mm. But the thing is that uh, uh, we we put the short-term stuff aside. We'll leave that aside for the time being. But even like mid-term stuff, like not long-term, but even mid-term, mm. like to assist with development, to help set up things, and mm. sort of an interim kind of. Uh vague hmm. ideal. Let's but I know you love
0: yeah, I know you love throwing question, random questions at me. I want to try and play that right, devil's right advocate ahead. type thing here. Um let's say you are a deputy commissioner of some charity, I don't know if that's the title they use these days, but they have deputy commissioners. <laughs> I, know, I thought that was the police force, but okay. Um deputy chairman, right? Is that better? No. Worries, okay, let's do chairman. Let's just be chairman. Okay. You are chairman, Hamza Qureshi of the, Instant. Awesome. Uh National Appeal
1: Fund. <laughs> The National Appeal Fund for Human Improvement and Ending Poverty. Yeah, That's
0: so, what it is. No, so honestly, so you're this representative, yep, okay. right? And you've come onto this forum and you're sitting on a panel yep. and I ask you this question, right? Yeah, sure. No I say, <laughs> say, no, seriously, I say to you, um, is anything that you're doing today using our money to solve the long-term problems of the Muslim world? What would your response to that be?
1: Look, um, okay, I'm going to put my CEO hat on, or whatever it was, CEO. whatever, whatever. Chairman, you, buddy, Chairman Deputy hat, Commissioner, right? man, Deputy Commission Chairman, CEO of World of Poverty, and whatever. That's my official title. Uh-huh. Um, okay, what I would say in response to that would be not directly. Mm. So, what we do as a charity, um, we intend to distribute the funds that you and others like yourself have given to sustainable developmental projects that can assist for people to create scenarios where they are not in long term mm. poverty it can lift them my out phone. can you get my phone yeah. it can lift them out of the dire state that they're in however we do recognize now this is this is me speculating right but I assume they wouldn't go this far mm. but Ideally, in an ideal world, they say, but we recognize that the issues at their core are political issues and so we lobby for political okay, So issues. that's a
0: really diplomatic answer. Let me, get, let me take you to the <laughs> point of it, right? Um, let me ask you this, right? So I just want to grab my phone because I've got some questions for you on this. Um, All right. Yeah. Um, look, let's, let's talk about Syria. You're saying that okay, you're go going ahead. to solve some long-term problems and sustainability and development, community yeah. connection, blah, blah, blah. Um, Not to belittle (laughs) your objectives in this organization, but um, Syria has been ravaged by war, right? So let's go back before 2011, before this uh, crisis has hit hit Syria. Um, It's not good, but it's obviously not as bad as it is now. And I'm asking you the question in that context, right? But then the war happens and 11 years pass. And it's been infrastructure has been flattened, the economy has been destroyed, and and people have died in their millions. And I ask you, where did all your goals of ending poverty in Syria go?
1: We understand that uh, within the context of a civil war, there is going to be um, Mm -hmm. immense problems. Uh, We're going to face enormous challenges, and no one is pretending that a civil war situation is simple to deal with. However, under that context, we have to do the best we can. So. We've been developing projects, we've been assisting communities in being sustainable. We've been doing all that jazz, right? Yeah. We've been doing it all. But come one bomb and our efforts are gone. Okay, you right? need to
0: build a little bit of intellectual stamina <laughs> into what you're saying, all right?
1: If you're going to represent the chairman. No, but look, it's difficult for me to take that position because... I agree with you like, mm. it, it, but
0: try uh, not to try and push a point Okay, but it was almost powerful what you said no
1: but the thing no, is no, but there was
0: so much power I felt like the power was being redirected from the lights into like what you were saying no, 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 the lights no, were the dimming is, from how powerful it's,
1: it's unsustainable like the thing is I could say that right mm. but then the counter is just so obvious that I built uh, you know our, our organisation our charity built a you know for a local village or, not a village a small city it built some Infrastructure. It tried to create some jobs. It gave people some raw materials so they could, I don't know, fashion some products out of it and then sell them. But then war came and just destroyed Mm. it all. Like, Mm. what can you possibly say in response to that? And the thing is
0: that it's not like, oh, Syria is the one one place where war happened. Like Afghanistan was ravaged by war.
1: It's everywhere. Iraq
0: was ravaged by war. Syria was ravaged by war. That
1: goes back to the point that we were initially mentioning that all these issues affect like the vast proportion of them. In fact, almost all of them are caused by political mm. man-made issues. And mm. if the people, if the problems are man-made, like the people there are constructing the problems, then it's those people, those systems that they represent, they need to be taken care mm. of. And putting money there isn't going to do it. Mm. It just is not going to do it. Um, but I think it, it, it is also worth mentioning that if like, in we'll go back to your situation, right? The Syrian situation, you've got a family that's starving, Right. And, and you've got the chance to give them something to help out. I'm not going to look at that family and say, look, I'm not going to give you any money because mm. the problem <clears throat> is systemic. Of course. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to redirect my funds or my attention to a systemic uh, methodology of some sort, and I'm going to try to address it that way. Once that's mm. all good, then your problems will be solved. Mm. Theoretically true, but you've got to help them but out bro, where bro, honestly,
0: honestly, I could flip that around. You're saying Go a family ahead. in Syria... Yep. a family in Syria is in need of financial support yep. so you're not going to go to them and say well uh, because um, this this charity of mine is not going to end poverty therefore I'm not going to give you the money yeah? yeah I could flip that and say the families in Syria as we know them today are actually like they are dying yep. they're on the verge of death constantly so th- it's the other way around you have an orphan a Syrian orphan who's calling for you to sort of you know rescue him mm. and rescue his family and you know send an army to protect them like physically yeah. protect them and he'd be insulted if you were to throw like pounds or dollars at him Do no, I I agree think? I agree it's a very
1: um and, interesting and in fact, there's sort people of people from there that would say that like we don't just need your your dollars here we don't just need we don't just need the food mm. we need the food but we also need for the ummah to get Mm. together and to bloody do something to solve our issue and I think that's where that you know that um, it would have been great if we had this meme up you know that taco ad why can't we have both why can't we do both why can't we do both I think that's what it effectively boils down to but the problem is Mm. in my estimation anyway that our community doesn't really take the approach approach of let's do both our community kind of looks at it in a one-sided fashion Mm. and is pacified by donating. Mm. Like, if, if someone hears about the issues in not just Syria, Yemen, Afghanistan, Iraq, Palestine, wherever on earth it is in the Muslim world, unfortunately, yeah. you're going to find all these multitudes of issues. And if they think, okay, I've got to do something about this, then the first and often, unfortunately, the only thing they're going to do mm. is reach into their pockets, take out their wallet, and then, you mm. know, donate online, you know, th- mm. with their bank card or hand over the cash put it in the masjid box or whatever mm. and often that's it end of story and that issue is gone from their minds that concern is now satisfied I've done my job I've helped someone out mm. my money's going there and that's it mm. end of story and and I think that's where there's a far, I don't know. Is far that far is that, is issue. it
0: fair like I, I know I know yeah can we get calls so our tech guys asking if we can advertise calls I'm totally cool with that can anyone Uh, Who was planning on calling in towards the end Feel free to call us, interrupt us We'll take your call Um, The number should be up on the screen uh, In very camouflaged uh, font Maybe we can
1: move that up to the top of the screen or something Or something like that, yeah
0: Yeah, and it will be on our Facebook as well So you can sort of uh, check out our number there Give us a buzz See what you think I wanted to challenge Mr. Qureshi here as well On his opinion Because he was saying that people give money And they feel pacified Maybe... Maybe as a community But like I think most individuals To be fair Like let's be intellectually honest about it I think People don't think that That $50 that they're giving Is like sort of Going a long way To solve a lot yeah. of problems And that they've done their job It's I, just kind of like I get you look,
1: but, but what they then think Again I'm I'm projecting here mm. I could be wrong Feel free to challenge me Which mm. you already have mm. Multiple times But it's all good mm-hmm. um, I feel like They think That I've done what I can do. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, this yeah, yeah. is That's the true. most tangible, realistic, hands-on, so to speak. Yeah. Is, even though it's not really hands-on at all. I this work, is the main thing I get I money do. into
0: my account. I can't think of anything else except taking like, as much of that money as I can and giving it and on to know, someone you know who what? needs it more than me.
1: Often would be the next step. Like the next step mm. to that would be, okay, well, if they're really dedicated, I'm going to go visit a place. Yep. I'm going to go to a place and... Maybe report about yeah, it, report or not mainly it 's like i 'm going to go there and actually hand out the stuff myself rather yeah. than just giving money to an organization but that 's it like it happened with the bushfire stuff as well. you know there were Muslim community charities and so forth, and charities generally where they were going to rural communities, handing out support packs mm. and food and whatever else it was that they were able to do and many charities in the Muslim community they will go on trips yep. to those. Uh, places and actually physically give out and then send photos back of you yep, know yep, what yep, people's yep. donations have done. Um, but again, that's for someone who's particularly dedicated and wants to do a little more. They'll go that extra mile. But again, that extra mile is deeply connected to the whole mode of charity, which is to just mm-hmm. give something. It doesn't address what we've said. It doesn't address systematic issues. It doesn't mm-hmm. address any of that lingering background that's just going to make whatever issues are for consistent sure, and sure. enduring.
0: I think, you know how at the start we said... There's a lot of charitable causes out there, yeah. And and Islam encourages us to be incredibly charitable. Yeah. And again, no one should take from this podcast the idea that you know we're against charity work or that uh, um, we're not charitable people or we yeah. we don't encourage people to be charitable people. You know, it doesn't mean that we're against the quality of giving because that yeah. is an inherent quality in Islam. Oh, yeah, and, every Muslim should have. You that, know. Yeah. Uh, tell you for the record now We are encouraging that you give We want to help people When they are struggling financially May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Make us of the most charitable people Amen, Following Amen. the footsteps of Abu Bakr an, Who gave all of his wealth He donated all of his wealth Right To the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And, uh, and of course him The rest of the Sahaba All following the footsteps of, of the Prophet um, Were very very charitable But There's a question In Mecca when the Prophet ﷺ and the Sahaba saw a society which was suffering from gross economic imbalances mm. I remember reading when I was studying in Medina there was a book uh, um, Sirat Ibn Ishaq I think mm. the, the, it's, it's one of the Sirah books it says in there sorry I, I, I don't know if it was in that book but the point is one of the Sirah books that we read there it said that the majority of the people of Mecca were, fukara, were poor mm. whilst the Whilst the leaders of the Quraysh ate in plates of gold and silver. Oh,
1: wow. So
0: that gross economic imbalance, it's not something that the Prophet was not um accustomed to yeah, or that yeah, he yeah, hadn't yeah. seen. But were there efforts in Mecca to establish charity organizations? Yeah, that's a good. And, point. and 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 you know and someone might ask, well, you know, he he established a state within thirteen years and he was able to then Uh, Reinforce the ideas Or reinforce the political messaging Or carry out actions As a political statesman That we're not able to do Because a long time has elapsed And so we need to address these causes But there's still some underlying issues Which is that None of the Sahaba Would ever accept to throw money But not be part of the political campaign That the Prophet was Mm. asking them to be a part of Right? They would never accept that So I think That no one should accept To be part of Right Either physically part of this, or, or even in your thinking, that look, I am going to uh, dedicate myself to charity work to solve the problem, which you know is at the core of it. It's a political issue. Yeah, yeah. it's a political problem.
1: Address it as a political right? issue as well. And
0: so, what needs to be done, I think, is something more. Yeah, I would very much like to see uh, charities take on a political voice. But you know what? 100%. You know what the problem is there. I don't know if you're aware of it, but Subhanallah. One of the things I was reading online when I was researching it, some brothers on Facebook commenting, they
1: have to be like apolitical. They
0: have to be apolitical. Yeah. This is the, so
1: ridiculous.
0: And, and, and get that. So let's look at the, that dilemma there, right? That's so ridiculous. the Australian government, through its Australian uh, charities and not-for-profit register, and then also the if you look at other governments like the UK Charity Commission, yeah. it says that, uh, and I am going to quote here again. I don't want to get this one uh, wrong because you know don't want to misquote arms of the Australian government, that would be a very (laughs) terrible thing to do. (laughs) Knock, knock. Um, No, um, just to get this uh, right again, it says, charity regularly publishes, it gives an example of charities and stuff that they can't do. And it gives an example. It says, for example, a charity regularly publishes material by new writers advocating anarchy and the end of democratic government. Such a pattern of conduct (laughs) may demonstrate a purpose of promoting activities that are contrary to public policy. So, wow.
1: just that point.
0: If you advocate, they're not saying you take up arms, right? <laughs> but they're saying if you advocate yeah. against democratic government, you are not allowed to operate as a charity. Yeah, yeah, you are engaging crazy. in unlawful activity and that can disqualify your charity you know, completely.
1: They, they say that um, you know it's got to be apolitical. Effectively, they're saying here that, look, if you're a charity, take politics out of it. Mm. And it's just so ridiculous. It's like, guys, guys, the problem is a political problem, it's a political issue. and you're asking us to solve it by being a political. and then and then on top of that, the incredible hypocrisy will be when the government comes in and will take inevitably political positions and channel. And, and encourage for donations or support or things to go or aid mm. to go one direction or the other. So they will make a, a political call and they will say, Our aid goes here or there. Now, obviously, they're not doing it for the betterment of people or to alleviate poverty. They're doing it for their own selfish interests. But hey, government's allowed to be political and will decide who can and can't be. Mm. And hey, charity can't be political.
0: Mm-hmm. And the fact that all the charities, all of them, I don't care if it's run by uh, a Muslim organization or a non-Muslim, Christian, whatever. All of them are managed yeah. by the Australian government. Yeah, and they have to. And have to obviously, now, now you get this, like you said, right? But in another way, the Australian government, deeply political, it's a political, it's a government, right? Yeah. Their bread and butter is politics. Um, they get to decide on the basis of their political decision-making where our money goes, and how much of it goes And if it's, get, if it's allowed to go through But the ones that are raising it Are not allowed to campaign on political bases So deeply contradictory And yeah, I think that's yeah, some, yeah. that is you know one of the conversations I, I really feel needs to happen within the community yeah. you know, and, and it raises the question Would you rather be a part of an organised effort to raise funds And absolve yourself and give up your right To campaign politically? Or would you rather give mm. up your right to organize funds in an organized manner, uh, but actually
1: retain the ability to, the ability to, to campaign a on a political agenda. basis? So You know, what's, what's really interesting mm. is um, how the issue with Syria, when when the Syrian civil war was starting and then it's, it got ferocious, subhanAllah. And the Muslim community is really, really feeling it here, mm. right? And across the world. Um, and... As always, charity became a really big thing. And it were like, all the organizations were doing Syria drives and charity and this and that. And obviously, the sentiment was deeply positive that the Muslim community wanted to assist their brothers and sisters in Syria. But that became such a political quagmire mm. that it just became really difficult to actually direct funds. with, And, and especially because there were very clearly separate warring factions. You had the Assad mm. regime and you had you know, those who were fighting against it. And mm. then where does your money actually go? And the, the organizations would have to like, re, like, consistently make clear that we are not funding these mm. groups that are mm. fighting. We are funding this, only this. This is where your money is going, so on and so forth. And it got so severe that the government had to come in and enact anti-terror legislation to say that if your money Inadvertently mm. even mm. Goes to Those who are fighting Whichever side They say whichever side But that's garbage right It meant for the Muslims Who are fighting Against the uh, Assad regime yep. They said If you inadvertently fund them So even by accident You send your if money To ends an organisation But hands. it ends up with them You could be liable Now what other What is that other than A massive scare tactic Yeah 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 Like Don't give there Don't give and in and that you know direction. what That's
0: the Australian government But when I was studying In Medina SubhanAllah the Saudi government did the same thing. Oh, no it surprising. says, whoever funds Madiyan right. or manawiyan." It says, whoever whoever supports the Syrian Mujahideen, um, whether financially, or they went one step further. They actually went one step further. They said, you know what? We want to outdo the Western governments.' <laughs> they said, financially, or... They said like Figuratively like In meaning yeah, And what they meant by that was By dua even oh, If you were to stand up On a pulpit Allah. and support Right That oh, that, that would me. That would commit A crime against the, It was a royal decree That they passed While I was there This is back in 2013 2014 oh, um, so, so SubhanAllah um, Look, look Another
1: question for you now Sure um, Alright So We've spoken about Long term stuff We've spoken about short term But hey We still want to donate Right mm-hmm. like, and, and it's all we should And as we said We encourage Um, all of us to donate who do we donate to then obviously not names or anything but like what principles can we try and keep in mind such that we're doing the best we can in a tough environment like what can we do
0: I think two things one I mentioned um, principles that that have been mentioned by others or have been advertised by certain charities that I don't necessarily agree with and I want to put a position forward of my own as well personally what I believe in terms of positions that have been put forward, there there are organisations out there again, without naming them, that have said things like, "Keep your zakat local." Massive yeah. ads, right, yep, on billboards yep, yep. saying, "Keep your zakat local." Um, honestly, I when I when I see ads like that, I cannot, for the life of me, think how that's justified, because um, uh, you know there are there are brothers who have suggested that there is some element of. Um, evidence that uh, you should take care of your immediate
1: yeah, right, those who are around right? you. Yep. But,
0: but as an ummah, do we want to really encourage nationalism in that way, where we are, you know, yeah. feeding into the same mentality that says that when a crisis happens in uh, Syria it's and Australia? Crisis. You know, the Australian one will feature on the front page, and the Syrian one will be in the world news section on page fifty-six. Do we want to feed into that mentality and and say, you know, it's a local
1: crisis, so keep your money local? Imagine every Muslim country or every country—let's go Muslim, right? Every Muslim community, Mm. let's say, around the world, said, "Keep your zakat, keep your money local, keep your charity local." Every single one of them Mm. said that. We'd be entirely disconnected from assisting each other.
0: That's right, and and the thing is,
1: entirely localized
0: the money the direction of the money it's not like the majority of the cash flow is coming from the Muslim world to the Western world it's the other way around Yeah. yeah. right to the point that even prime ministers like Imran Khan are making appeals to his supporter base in foreign countries like Canada mm. Britain America Australia and yeah. he's sort of relying on that because the cash flow is meant to go the other way right but subhanallah at that <laughs> he's just held up a sign saying 40 minutes he's telling me to shut up um, but subhanallah um, if the cash is going that way it's such a good point right it's like the cash is going from the western world to the eastern world right and if well, we're asking they rely on and we're asking the western yeah. world to say no 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 no
1: sorry we're going to keep it here keep us
0: a cat local mm, I don't know if that's a let,
1: let me interrogate that but we do have a multitude of issues locally that desperately require attention like hmm. I was reading not long ago cases about you know, Muslims in our community who have been left homeless mm. brothers who are sleeping in their cars who have lost jobs yep. Mo- single mothers who are trying to raise two kids but don't know where they're going to be sleeping tomorrow night like yeah. these are real issues and that's just one or two we've potentially got thousands what of them what I would them. say
0: honestly what I would say don't to we response to do something to that? about that yeah yeah for sure like no one's going to say if you encounter an issue like that and someone asks you for money you're not going to be like sorry uh, Got to keep my Zakat local Likewise you shouldn't say Got to keep my Zakat global I'm not going to help anyone In my immediate yeah. environment But I think if you were to take One position over the other One of them would be A lot less problematic Than the other And that would be to help The the Muslim lands Which are suffering Not from the loss of One home or A, a series of Like a, a, an issue of homelessness Which has occurred Over the last couple of decades But for them homelessness is an endemic problem unemployment is an endemic problem that affects majority sometimes of the population yeah. in countries right in in the subcontinent in in africa right uh, sometimes the unemployment rates up to like 30 40 50% yeah. it's crazy right you know
1: it's ridiculous that we even have to talk about it in like it's like a crude scale of like who's worse uh, yeah, off Yeah, it's of course it's right? so saddening like but, but that's what we've got to think about
0: but look if i was to suggest a principle of my own um you know, I said I, I don't like the idea of keep your zakat local I personally I don't like that idea right but if I was to I would say all of us have connections overseas yeah
1: I think that's important and, that's really important
0: and we should use those connections yeah. to like my dad you know growing up he's always told me I, I'm doing the grown up he's doing the telling um, <laughs> uh, but if, if he's always told me that you know not don't give to charities he's given to charities himself right and he's set a very good example of um, a very hard to f- model example of of giving to charities but he's always said for me the first preference is always going to be relatives overseas yeah, yeah. or people that we know through connections overseas who are in dire circumstances yeah, yeah. And, and it's almost a case of like literally go across yourself and give it or give it to someone that you know is going to go and hand it over to the person
1: because that way you avoid all those other potential sticky situations sure. of going through an organization and they have to adhere to and not knowing and
0: about admin costs yeah, yeah, again, not casting thing. any aspersions over you know, um, Muslim charities or anything. But you know, there are question marks and people have and they're allowed to ask questions, yeah, very right?
1: valid question marks,
0: admin fees or you know, uh, issues to do with um, uh, issues to do with you know, how much of the money is getting through right to the people, uh, but also. Um, just uh, you know, the fact that you just so much more trustworthy, just so much more reliant on the yeah, fact yeah. that you know I know exactly where my money's is going. It's going through myself. You get it's a going lot through more
1: peace of mind. In a that lot more kind of peace of, of mind. As so,
0: well. so yeah, I th- I'd say that um, that that would be something that I would bear in mind personally yeah. in terms of like a practical solution. Um, but um, well,
1: and I think even um, on on the issue of local matters that we need to take care of. Mm. I think look again, not to at all put aside the need for real systemic change but in our local communities we need to like we we fundraise a lot for like masajid Mm. and centers and so forth and that's good but sometimes we need other services like those who are on the brink of homelessness or, you know, single mothers or people who've lost their jobs or whatever. We need more sort of community facilities and services Mm. that can address those things as Mm. well. So perhaps, you know, next time we're doing a fundraiser, let's make it about some of these community underlying issues as well um, and address them more from that angle rather than, Mm. okay, we just need to give out funds, set up situations and circumstances that can assist them in more longer term ways. But obviously that's not to at all take away from the fact that Overall, the situation's only going to be altered sure. significantly and, and permanently I think, by proper. Like I think. Change. I think
0: charities. If I was to give it personally, I'm no position to sort of lecture or anything. But it's just advice. It's like we grew up in this community. We know our local charities. We know, like, we could name people who run local charities. Yeah, yeah. We know them well, right? And it's not like we distrust these individuals. The stuff for right? It's nothing like that. But if we were to like Give a message Open message To some of these charities I would say It's not right for a charity To willfully ignore The political problems yeah. uh, Because they're bound By a certain set of rules And I think At the very least At the very least I'm not saying You know I'll Close up shop And you know Pack up your organisation And go home I'm saying Start that conversation I remember Like I, I would very much like yeah. For a charity To step out And advertise Have flyer saying You know The um, The open Q&A on charities and like open a question and answer and let the community have a conversation around how are you balancing this issue right? I
1: remember um, some time ago it's just vaguely popped into my mind Mm. Um, but it was about the Syria issue there was a one of the Muslim charities one local Muslim charities sent out a press release about how it was along the lines of how it wasn't taking one side or the other and it felt to me like they were just covering themselves Mm, 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 mm. Um, and I came with a printout of that statement and i'd highlighted and underlined certain problematic parts of it mm. and i went into their office um and i just had a conversation with them i said look i i, I think this is deeply deeply problematic like and it, it was exactly what we we're talking about trying desperately to be apolitical because at the end of the day it affects their functioning and so mm. you know like you were saying should you be able to give money or should you be able to be political one or the other if you need to choose Anyway, I sat down with them and I went through one by one, sentence by sentence saying, look, this is the issue. This is, you know, your statement says this, this is incorrect. And, you know, Islamically, you've got to take a position against oppression from, you know, the the wrongdoers and so forth who are murdering, butchering, killing, slaughtering, all of that. You can't just mm. be neutral about it. And that statement was like painfully neutral. Mm. And I sat down and look, credit where it's due, this organization took it well. And they, they had the discussion and they said, you're right and so on and so forth. But... You know, perhaps we as a community can just, as you were saying, right, approach these organizations Mm. genuinely and sincerely to say, look, Mm. you're doing good work in terms of, you know, addressing some of the short-term issues, so on and so forth, but we've got to be smarter about how we address things long-term.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, I think um, charities sort of do these various drives collecting for tragedies like Yemen, Syria, Palestine, um, and, and other causes but they sometimes have that tendency to ignore the political context that's caused that problem in the first place. Yeah. I think if we can try and just address that. I'm just trying to recap some of the points, uh, takeaway points. If, you know, we can sort of try, charities should sort of try not to willfully ignore these political mm. causes. And for us as, as just active members of the community, should maybe in a polite way hold some of these charities to account and say, look, yeah. um, advertise the work in the right way you know let's not talk about eliminating poverty yeah. let's not pacify populations by you know just addressing the short-term problem let's start to have some real conversations around it um and and that's really it yeah. in terms of giving let's try and give I yeah think, keep
1: giving right keep give, giving. but but i think them, yeah.
0: i personally think my opinion is that uh, we should be giving um through our connections yeah. um over and
1: above and look often you can ask charity organizations okay show me the trail mm. like show me how it goes where it goes and and look, sometimes they're more than happy to actually send you photos, videos, documents, everything mm. just to to let you know that your money is going mm. where you wanted it. But you know, if you can't do a personal connection thing, then just go with what you know mm. to be the most trustworthy, Absolutely. the one that's most transparent, the one Absolutely. that you can be And uh, if, if most we leave you with of. one
0: message, it will be, you know, at your next khutbah yeah, when, that, you a, floor, yeah. when you hear a when you hear a a very powerful emotional speech about why you should empty out your pockets for the tragedies of the Muslim world. We just want you to have that conversation, firstly in your mind, but if you could have it with the brother, 100%, we, who, was ha- who was giving that speech, and with some of the people in that masjid, um, don't be afraid to stand up and talk, right? Um, whether it's in a public manner or whether it's in a private manner, right? A private would probably be a good place to start to start having these conversations and say, not sure if there's a strong connection here between, you know, the money I'm giving here and solving, eradicating poverty and uh, and solving the problems of the Muslim world, but you know, SubhanAllah These are long term issues um, We definitely should be Talking about them more Discussing them more Raising Absolutely. concerns with people In positions of power uh, Of authority Within the Muslim community InshaAllah Allah subhanAllah Can bless uh, And again Make us more charitable As Muslims As human Amen. beings Amen. Um, And bless our efforts uh, And raise our awareness And our political awareness Indeed. To solve the problems In a long term way May Allah subhanAllah Protect us And provide Amen. us With yeah. that shield To actually protect us In the long term yeah. With some of these problems will Leave it there, inshallah, yeah, if you have something uh, to add to my that. My last
1: thing would just be that um, it's always political. Just, mm. just understand and know that it's always political, and that's what you got to go back to. Mm. And your money is not going to alter a political situation. The only thing that's going to alter that is public opinion, change of systems, change of procedures, alternate mm. political realities. Absolutely. And that requires its own distinct work. Absolutely. So yes, give you charity, but understand that Political problems are only solved politically. Absolutely. And yeah, I think we can leave it there. <laughs> Thank you, khair. <laughs> Thank you very much for tuning in, and we will see you on our next episode Inshallah. of the podcast. Inshallah. Until Inshallah. weeks' time. Alaikum As-salam barakatuh.